In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Lauren. And we're just coming off Super Bowl Sunday. We didn't talk about it beforehand, but we were debriefing the day of because yes. there was a lot going on. How was your Super Bowl? Did you do anything? So nobody invited me to a party, I think, because I don't. Yeah, I wondered because we had this whole conversation. <laughs> I, I said, what are you doing for the Super Bowl? Lauren said, what should I be doing? I know. I was upset. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I host a podcast now. So I have to like say what I did for Super Bowl. And I, I, know. I, I like I went to Marshall's and Dollar Tree. With my my friends. Yes, and that's <laughs> like, going to come full circle later. It will. We had a little art project. Lauren did the entire project. My assistant. Uh, Lauren's assistant, also named Lauren. Hope Crass. Hope Crass did the entire art project. <laughs> and we're really thankful for her. She but deserves I, a raise. She does. She does deserve a raise. But I did. So what I, I watched halftime and then which, you know. What did you think? Oh, my God. Well, Halftime was, okay, so I had dip, sorry, so much to say. There's so much. I had dip FOMO, because I love dips, which Emily apparently went to a dip-only party. So this was what was so crazy. Okay, first of all, and I'm sorry to cut you off. (laughs) No, it's okay. But in this whole discussion about like, oh crap, like I don't have anything to do for the Super Bowl, I had the same experience. I didn't have plans, but um, I was at the dog park one day, and I have these friends that I made at the dog park, and they happen to live across the street from your me. friends who you don't want to talk to you uh, <laughs> you know it's not personal it's not it's not personal it's just when I go there in the morning I want to leave my headphones in mm-hmm. and suffer in silence my fingers are turning numb you know it's cold my dog is so dirty he destroyed my couch yesterday oh, but no. anyway I digress it's it's a whole thing so they invited you in the afternoon they invited me I think it was the day before I'm at the dog park and they're like what are you doing for the Super Bowl and I was thinking about this it's so interesting how the Super Bowl has become kind of like an American holiday where it's like so American people ask you what you're doing mm-hmm. and if you say oh I'm just staying at home they're like you don't have anywhere to go. It's like it's the Holy Sabbath or right. something. It's like it's worse than Valentine's Day. You're it, single on Valentine's Day? Yeah, because you know what? I think people are a little more sensitive about Valentine's Day. Like mm-hmm. if you said, oh, no, I'm spending Valentine's Day alone. I don't think somebody would like necessarily pressure you right. into doing something. Um, but with the Super Bowl, it's like sad if you're not I, doing anything. Listen, I tried to find a party. Everyone, all of my friends who I texted, they were like, I have a sketch comedy show. I'm doing a set at this co- comedy club. Wow. Like my friends are artists and we don't, not to be a cliche, but like we don't watch sports, but I still want to dip. You still want to dip. So what did you do? So I ordered dip, um, from a place I had never ordered before, which is my fault. Okay. Uh, um, and- what kind of place? 
It was called, uh, I don't want to like. No, but, but like, was it, um, it was like, like a, a burger new joint. American. Okay. It was like a burger joint. And cause they, you could have gone Greek. You could have gone, you yeah. know, there were different possibilities for dips. I panicked. I waited too long and I just, I looked up a spinach artichoke and then like these potato skins with pimento cheese, which is a Southern thing. And I was like, I want that. But so during the Usher halftime show, that's when the delivery guy got there, but he like wasn't there. And so I'm just in the street in my nightgown, like delivery, delivery, del-. oh. all while knowing Usher is on roller skates upstairs. No. It was so upsetting. And then finally he comes back and he hands me this bag from Cold Stone. And I'm like, this isn't mine. Oh my God. And then finally I got like ice cold dip, like after the sh- halftime show was, it was, I'm just going to go to a party next year. It was. Yeah. I, well, I, had, I, I mean, my experience was the opposite. Like I, I went to this party and I was like, yeah, this is fun. But I could also be at home mm. with um, Andy made these giant pigs in a blanket. You like, told me he does like hot dog. Yeah, they're full level. size hot dogs wrapped in crescent dough. And that's hold what, on to that man, Emily. Yeah. They're so good. He puts like everything bagel seasoning on them. That sounds so good. They're so good. And he, he got a bunch of other stuff to make, but because we got this last minute invite to mm-hmm. the party across the street, we brought the hot dogs because those were the only things that were made and yeah. they got devoured in two seconds. Did you even get to have one? I had half of one because we cut them all in half because we're like, oh, now we need to reconfigure this for a party, you know, and they got eaten in point five yeah. seconds. I would have not let those hot dogs be lonely. You know, I should have just not brought them. I was trying to be a good guest. No, you were a good guest. Tell me about the dip. Yeah. So Lauren and I are texting and she's like, there needs to be, you know, dip today. And like, <laughs> we, need, we need to talk dips because it's such a Super Bowl related you know thing. And the DST, I think it's because the DST post I did that day, the background was dips. <laughs> Uh-huh. And all I could think about was dip all day. But but dip is a big thing for the Super Bowl. So I end up going to this party and I I realize it's a dip themed party. It's- After we'd been talking about dip all day, it was so serendipitous. <laughs> serendip it is. Oh my God. Hey, in honor of you, Remy. We yeah. our first pun. You like that one? <laughs> I don't even know if that's a pun. That's more like No, uh, that was a really good pun. That oh, was okay, thank you. That Jeez. was really high level. <laughs> so I get there, there's all these dips. And I'm like, wow, you have so many dips. You know, I was telling the host about about you, about the conversation <laughs> we've like, been I having have a that day. Who uh, really likes dips? Yeah, like it's I'm a about great to story. make <laughs> I'm about to make my co-host so jealous. And she's like, oh yeah, it was a dip party. I'm still I jealous. Didn't, I didn't know it was a dip party because I was a last minute invite. But everybody brought dips. So a lot of people did make their own dip. Somebody made tzatziki. Somebody made this labne. Can I was... give a food opinion about dip real quick? Yeah, best dip. Comes in a crock pot. Yeah, there was no hot dip. No hot dip? No. No, but I do know what you're talking Tatsuki about. Tatsuki is barely a dip. It's a dip. It's like a, it's like a nice Greek sauce. Yeah, you never dipped a pita straight into a vat yeah, of tzatziki? I do, but to me, a dip is like spinach artichoke, <laughs> buffalo chicken, okay. um, French onion. Um. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking dip hierarchy right now. Yeah. Which I, and that was on the brain too, because I had this realization um, at this dip party. Cause like I said, there were so many dips. There was buffalo chicken dip. There mm-hmm. was, 
it's funny that you said pimento cheese because there was this pimento cheese dip Stop. and I had never had it before, okay. Lauren. Pimento cheese is my favorite thing in the whole wide world. It was and incredible. I, and I love sharing it with my non-Southern friends because their brain explodes and they're like, what is this? And That's I'm like, what happened. It's pimento cheese. Or as we say in the South, Pamena. It's pimena P- cheese. Pimena cheese. Mm-hmm. So that's a common thing down south. You can get it in every grocery store. If you're if you're listening to this and you're in the southeast, you probably already know about this. But if you don't, go to the grocery store and they have all these like local brands that sell pimena cheese. See, I'm already getting southern. Yeah. And there's like a jalapeno pimena cheese, Ooh. and you put it on Ritz crackers <gasps> or put it in a sandwich, white ah. bread. Oh my God, it's so versatile. It's so versatile. Head on down to the Piggly Wiggly and get yourself some pimento <laughs> cheese, baby. I'm so hungry now. Oh my God. So that was one of my favorite ones. I'm so happy. That was for a pre package. Yeah, I can't believe I'd never had it before. Trader Joe's has a, has a kind of okay pimento cheese. It might have been that one. There's a Trader Joe's around here. I know where I'm going after this. Get some pimento cheese. So, but so that one was really good. That was like one of my top three. But I did have this realization that was like, you know, you can make all the homemade dip in the world, but there's nothing better than the sour cream and onion dip, mm. the uh, the the one that comes in a mix. Sorry, the French onion soup. Yes. Dip. Yeah. That you mix with sour cream and then you dip ruffles in it. That is so good. That's what I kept going back for. You know what's good though? And I don't want to be to- like diety and toxic, but you know how there's like certain foods from diet culture that we accidentally fall in love with and we yes. still enjoy even though we're not dieting anymore. Like a lot of people still really like rice cakes or cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. And for me, <laughs> I still really like to get non-fat plain Greek yogurt and put a packet of French onion or ranch powder and you just mix it in and it tastes like sour cream dip, but it's not even like a calorie thing. Like for me, I really like it a because it tastes good and B so much protein, so much protein. It's like a great dip hack. You know what? That is such a good dip hack. I'm going to try that. You have to try it. It's It's a game changer. A friend actually told me recently that she blends cottage cheese and then puts the, um, the I onion soup. I don't, that crosses the line for me. No, to me, that sounds so good. I mean, I love <laughs> cottage cheese. I mean, maybe that's one of my throwback diety foods that I like. I like cottage cheese really cold and on its own. And if I'm in the mood, mixed into other things kind of weirds me out. Really? But it mixes so well with so many things. We'll have, we'll have to do a taste test. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we should. We'll do a taste I test. mean, cottage cheese is really having a moment again. It's it back is- in fashion. Um, and everybody's eating cottage cheese, but yeah, my, my oh friend, God, is it because thin is in again? Is I, it thin inspiration you know brought what? back the cottage cheese? I don't exactly know. I mean, so it does upsetting. seem like it does seem like too coincidental that that happened. Yeah. But there was also that cottage cheese girl on TikTok that I think uh, I, I right. think she spiked the cottage cheese industry. Big, like big uh, cottage cheese out here. You know who I'm talking about, right? We've talked about her no, on the show. I'm very, I'm very Instagram heavy. I don't. Okay. But I, well, I am too, but I even knew about this. This was pretty big. This girl basically like would go on and she would eat chicken sausage and then raw veggies and dip them in cottage cheese and mustard. You don't know what I'm talking about? I have to send you these videos later. It's, it's like, it's really nasty, but also satisfying in a way. Um, and like, that's all she would eat. And she would dip like, hearts. is she okay? 
Well, okay. The part that I was like, are you okay? Is she would take hearts of palm, which I think is already like a dicey food and dip it in cottage cheese and mustard and eat it. And she'd be like, it's so good. This is so, this is so, listen, eat what you want to eat, but this is very diet coded with the mustard. Mustard is a big diet condiment because there's like no calories. Mm -hmm. They're just like put mustard on it. Cottage cheese, high protein, low fat. Yeah. It just, I don't trust it. I don't. We'll play the game later, but it doesn't. I don't buy it. Uh huh. It doesn't pass the smell test. It doesn't quite pass the smell test for me. Yeah, no, I understand why you would say that. Also, you're not wrong for thinking that it's diety because this girl did claim to lose a lot of weight eating this way. It wasn't like I just like to eat this way. Although she did also seem to genuinely love it. How I love to be right. I know. No, you're 100 percent right. Um, but that kind of like took TikTok by storm. Yeah. Um, but. But yeah, I got the, I got that suggestion. And um, and then the day after I had this buffalo chicken dip sitting in my fridge because I ended up going to this party and didn't eat it. And I was like, well, I have to try it because mm-hmm. we're going to be talking dips. And it's the Trader Joe's one, the Trader Joe's buffalo chicken dip. It's like a pre-made pre-made cold cold. I mean, I guess you could heat it up, but I ate it cold. I was like, mm-hmm. I have to try this. So I ended Do up it eating. it for the pod. I did, did it for the pod. <laughs> I did it for the plot. And I ended up eating like half this container of uh, buffalo chicken dip the next day. I couldn't believe I wasn't what dipped you, out. What do you eat the dip with? I took uh, sourdough bread and I toasted it. And then I Oh, that sounds good. Ripped off like little pieces. Like a little open-faced sandwich. Mm-hmm. I love a Ritz cracker. And I, and I put it on a plate like I'm at a little party by myself. And then... Cute. Yeah. Girl dinner. Yeah. Very much girl dinner. Girl breakfast, girl lunch, (laughs) girl snack. Ritz crackers with peanut butter and jelly on them used to be my favorite snack. It's so good. It's so good. It's like I almost prefer that over just a PB&J on really good bread. It sounds so good. There's also actually one of my first words was cheese toast. Um, fun fact. I'm not kidding. <laughs> what age? Uh, like one. I would, Tito, Tito. I was oh talking about cheese. Gosh. We were very poor. Yeah. And it's still one of my favorite snacks. If you put <laughs> like white bread on tin foil in the oven with like a slice of American like plasticky cheese. Uh-huh. And then it kind of puffs up. And then that's cheese toast or Tito. And Tito. it's such a good snack. Well, I've always said this and I, I might get some pushback for this, but if it's a grilled cheese or if it's a burger, I think mm. American cheese is always the best because it melts down the best. Do you agree? I'm American cheese. Hell yeah, baby. I'm American cheese all the way if it's in a melt. In, in a melt. I'm fully I like with you. other cheeses. There's something like, very uh, American about American melted. We're just raised on it. You know, it's what yeah. comes in the grilled cheese, what comes. It tastes very nostalgic. It tastes very childhood. It tastes very safe. Yeah. And some whatever preservatives they're putting in that cheese, Mm-mm-mm. it makes it like meld with the other stuff really well. Yeah. Whereas like if you put a slice of cheddar on a burger, I just feel like it's you're eating burger and then cheddar on top. Yeah. If I had to choose between cheddar and American, I would probably pick cheddar if it's on its own because I like that sharp taste but in a melt I love American same I'm so happy we agree on this we don't Mm -hmm. have to debate this in food opinions we're we're done we're good I I love I love that we don't have to take this to food opinions because I would (laughs) have gone to bat so hard for American cheese I fully agree with you It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. 
Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Small's to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious, it is nutritious, it is easy to serve. Yum, 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 eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. But yeah, that was my Super Bowl. And the halftime show, I just gotta say, Usher is a vampire, right? Or has a clone. Just kidding. A lot <gasps> of people think celebrities have clones and I'm not one of those people. I've but heard those. It's kind of theories. it's kind of funny to think about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, I'll just go make the clone do it. I need to know his routine. I need to know what. But you know what? That I was s- probably him, though. If he has a clone, you want to if you have a clone, you're going to want to do the fun stuff. Well, if you have a clone, like if he had a clone, he would still need to train it to dance. Like he wasn't born <laughs> knowing how to move like that. I wouldn't, you know want what I, mean? the, I wouldn't want the clone getting the credit for the Super Bowl, though. You know, I also don't want the clone getting paid. Like, come on. Rights for clones. I want I want the prestige and I want the financial benefit. The clone is just for like press events and right. You know, right. going to see the in-laws or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. But no, I think- you like you send your clone into the business meeting. Mm-hmm. But then the, the Super Bowl performance, you're there. Yeah, because I want the glory. Yeah. So I but kept- he did look like 
a vampire or really young or a clone, like he just doesn't age. I mean, it's so not just the hot. he's so hot. It's not just the way he looks, though. It's also the way he sounds. Like usually, yeah. as people age, they lose their vocals a little bit, but his are still so strong. And and I kept saying, I want his routine. I want to know what he does. But the fact is, it's money. I know it's money. Money yeah. is the best routine. Money is the best lotion. Money is the best routine. Money is the best. Facts. I mean, <laughs> it's true. Like, What's your secret? Generational wealth. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the Millions, answer. Billions. It's always the time. answer. So like when I see those articles that are like, you know, how does Jessica Alba look so good for her? It's like, because we know she has why. millions of dollars. Yeah. Like, obviously, we know why. So I can't be too mad at that. But ugh. I, I mean, I loved it. I know some people didn't love the performance, but I thought it was so well, good. Opening with Caught Up of all songs. I was singing that on the train this morning. It's so good, but I did not think it would be in the in the set list. I didn't think it was. I, th- I think he was because everybody was trying to predict what his routine was going to be. And I think that was Usher trying to get ahead of that. Like, oh, you think I'm going to start yeah. with uh, yeah. insert popular Usher yeah. song here oh that God. I can't. But yeah. Um, <laughs> DJ got us fallen in love. Right. But starting with caught up, I think. I think it was for the true fans. Yeah. Like the old fans, the true fans, the the ones, those of us who were crumping at middle school dances. Oh my God. To I haven't heard that usher. word in so long. Crumping. Remember when it was the yes. biggest thing? Crumping, um, grinding. We had no business doing any of this. No. As children. No. <laughs> rubbing our genitals on each other. No. I shudder at the thought. But I, you know, and when we were kids, like, we would think our parents were such squares being like, don't, well, my mom called it like, don't shake your woo-woo. She was like, don't woo-woo's vagina um, or hips. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, but she's right. I was 13. Like, I shouldn't have been shaking my woo-woo. Yeah. Did you have um, a principal or like a, a supervisor who would push you apart? Was that a thing at your school? No, they just let us grind. I went to really? one of those classic millennial middle schools where we had dances in the cafeteria and they would play Usher and we would put our butts in crotches. Yeah, they would play the most sexual <laughs> songs. I remember, I actually remember being at a um, ninth grade dance and they were playing Akon Smack That. And I remember like we were smacking each other's yep. asses like there was no tomorrow. We were all singing till the sweat drops down our balls. <laughs> Just cute skeet, little skeet, motherfucker. Yeah, like teenagers with yeah, it was no so inappropriate, like that. So inappropriate. But our principal, if he caught us, he would push us apart to an arm's length, like this motion. Yeah. Um. So you would try not to get caught. But I, I'm not gonna lie though. Like I was grinding with my female friends. Like I was not, I wasn't actually grinding with boys. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was definitely a wallflower, but I watched the grinding happen. You watched it all go down? I watched the grinding. It was a sight to behold. I did a lot of gay guy grinding in college, which was fun. Oh, so fun. Yeah, a lot of gay clubs. (laughs) Um. So fun. Yeah, that just, that brings back so much for me. But like, that's, I think us millennials, our collective memory of, yeah, mm-hmm. by Usher is is just middle school. It dances. was really, it was really like my inner child was very happy watching yeah. the halftime. And my roommate, she's Gen X, and I was like, "This is for my people." I was, and she was like, "I know, I know." It was like it was kind of like my moment, okay, and singing along with everything, and she was just kind of enjoying 
me enjoying really? it. So the Gen Xers don't love Usher as much as we do. Well, my roommate certainly doesn't represent all of Gen X. She's, she, you know, she's very much particular, like uh, classic rock, uh, new wave, okay. stuff like that. She's so. cute. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if, if Usher ever got into her atmosphere. Got it. Got it. But we were both watching it. Like, why is he dancing on the field? Like, where's the stage? Like, he needs to be on a stage. Meanwhile, we're like brawless and disgusting, <laughs> you know? And then finally he gets on stage. And we're like, oh, good, good. <laughs> like, That's where he belongs. Yeah, we were so happy there was a stage. Well, yeah, of course there's a stage. But, but they, he started on the field. We were yeah, confused. I think I feel like they do that a lot, though, like to hype up the audience a little bit. And like also to change levels. Yeah. Like it makes it seem like a bigger production. Also, another thing I notice is like the dancers that they get are always insanely talented. Mm -hmm. I mean, that it goes without saying. Well, he saying. was in Vegas. I think he had Vegas showgirls in the, oh, in the halftime show. Oh, I didn't realize that. They, Which the, is a great move. The brass band. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah. I, I had a great time Five stars. It. Five stars. And then I watched... Uh, Thank you or good luck to you, Leo Grand, because I've been meaning to watch that movie. I know it's like not, I don't I don't know this movie. movie. It's um it's a movie about Emma Thompson who hires a younger sex worker. And it's it's supposed to be like a really good commentary on like body image and, and oh. sex after a certain age. And I was writing this article about how I don't have sex, which we can talk about on another episode. Yeah, um, I haven't gotten a chance to read it yet. And so I was like, I want to watch this movie. And so I watched that after the halftime show. And then I turned the Super Bowl on right when the Chiefs scored that winning point, which I had no idea what I was watching. It was like five seconds left in the game. And uh -huh. I was just like, la-di-da. Like, I just watched a sex movie. <laughs> and then and then they score that point, And then they go from losing to winning in the last minute. And I'm uh -huh. like, and then. And in then, overtime. In Oh, it was overtime. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So then I was like, okay, I might be with the conspiracy. Like, this is a good, that's a good game. You know, I don't even like football. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, they yeah. won in the last three seconds. Yeah. I will say for the first that's good theater. No, it's, it's, it's fun to watch a game like that. Although I will say the first half kind of dragged on, but, but that's also coming from me. I don't know shit about football. Well, I didn't so. want, I watched <laughs> halftime show and then I watched the last touchdown and that was the perfect That's all you need. way to watch the Super Bowl. That's all you need. Should we do our wellness check today? Yes. So this is a new segment that we're introducing. We're going to be doing wellness checks on each other from time to time. But first, we need to share what our general goals are so that we have things to check in on. Yeah, so, I want you guys to know what I'm working on. Yeah, I want to know what you're working on. Because I don't even know. I have a list. I have the list in front of me, too, but I'm not looking. Thank you. And for all the wellness checks, we will be having doctors step. No, I'm kidding. Um, this is just me and Emily. <laughs> These are personal goals. <laughs> Calling wellness check on each other. Okay, so I'm going to start with my easy ones. And okay. they're not even that easy. <laughs> um, I have not had a fitness routine in ages. Like, I have not. I walk a lot, which, again, it's rude that that doctor was like, that's not cardio it's I, like, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get into it but I do there is there is validity to joyful movement and endorphins after cozy cardio and just like feeling good in your body and obviously that's it's not like weight loss coded but I want I want to work out you know so mm -hmm. it's it's I want to figure out a nice routine that incorporates joyful movement maybe something with power plus wellness or maybe I just join the gym around the corner 
and do like the treadmill for 30 minutes while watching a TV show or something like that. Like I want to, I want to intentionally joyfully move my body. Yeah. And that's at all ever. <laughs> it's hard though. Cause the joyful movement thing is like, you need to focus on finding something that you actually like. And, um, yeah, it could be Zumba or didn't you used to do uh kickboxing? Yeah, but that's not good. Well, I don't want to sound judgy, but I feel like that wasn't good for my joints. Oh, fair. You know, I don't I can't speak for everybody's joints. Um, but the way that we would just like punch and kick and it was it was really fun and and powerful, but also at the same time, I feel like that gym was also a little toxic. Like I used this is you know what? This is a podcast where we talk about this stuff. Yeah, I want to know. I used so in those classes and it wasn't an eating disorder. It was just like I had to in the classes. I would take breaks to throw up because oh. they were that intense. Oh, that's too intense. And then the trainers would be like, OK, just take a break, have some water and then jump back in. And so I would be kickboxing, throw up, go back in, kickbox. And then that's when I learned somebody was like, well, just eat some baby food before. So you get just the right amount of food. Somebody do not tell you because that. Baby food? It actually it actually worked. Baby food? <laughs> I would maybe. Like Gerber's? I would maybe do it again, but just with a less intense workout routine. Um, I But were they encouraging you to like go at your own pace? Like don't. Well, they you were know. like, take breaks. Like I thought it was progressive that they were like, yeah, take a break. But it was like, I was taking a break to throw up. You know? Yeah, like, but, but for you to get to that point, you must have been pushing yourself really hard. Yeah, I was trying to keep up with the class and, you know, and the trainers were very like, go to your limits. And I was mm. like, OK. And then I was yeah. like, but be right back for throw up. Time. Oh, God. If I threw up, I mean, <laughs> kind of kudos to you for sticking it out. Because if I threw no, up, I would just leave. No. Yeah. Just leave, guys. It was it. This is me talking about a mistake I made with yeah. a workout routine. Like, no, I, but but it shows tenacity. I'm just saying. Yeah, I would. I would not recommend it. I would not do it again. Um, but the baby food thing was interesting because it was like what they put in the baby. <laughs> I can't look well, at it's you. Like a, it's like a it. smoothie. The, the little packets, you know, the little. Yeah. Just pick one with like mango, banana. Um, oh, so you would get the squeezables. I would get the squeezies, put it in the fridge. And then so I, my stomach wasn't empty at kickboxing. I would eat the baby food. Okay. And it would give me just the right amount of sugar. And then right after kickboxing, I would like eat a meal. It wasn't, okay, so, it wasn't great, guys. It wasn't great. But, but, but so you could achieve the same thing, but. Just eat a banana. Right. I could eat a banana or, or then do a workout that's not so high intense, you know. Yeah. I, were you eating right before? Because usually I find that I need to let it digest a little bit before if I'm doing a heavy workout. That's how that's what I was struggling with was because the class that I could go to, I had to it was in the morning. Okay, and, yeah, I, no. and I'm a big breakfast girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would just eat and then throw it up. Yeah, that's that's rough. And that's when they were like, "We'll eat baby food and you won't throw up." And so then, again, we're not recommending <laughs> this horrible tactic to Although skip I will, breakfast you know, and I, then push yourself too hard. Yeah, but in defense of baby food, I will say that I used to eat the baby applesauce just because I liked it better. Yeah, it's tasty. It's really smooth. But anyway, I want to I want to find something that's not as intense as kickboxing. Okay, but that's a joyful movement or something that you know gives me endorphins after. Maybe I'm not, you know, super happy while I'm doing it the whole time. Yeah, but if I'm just distracted or listening to a podcast, 
you know, and then I'm sweaty and feel good after, then that's a win. Yeah. You know, I, okay. So first of all, it's great that you walk a lot during the day, but I agree with you. It's good to find something where your heart rate is actually elevated because yeah. that's, that's really good for you. Just once a week or something, you know? But this thing about like joyful movement, finding something you truly enjoy, I've been thinking about this a lot because mm-hmm. I have to reframe what that actually means to me because I've been looking for years. I mean, I have like a basic workout routine that I do that makes me feel good. And and I don't always crave going to the gym. I'm not always super psyched about it, but I do like how it makes me feel, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not the type of person that like, I love working out or like I, I go to a kickboxing class and I really love kickboxing, you know, right. like it, I've tried a lot of different things and I can't wait for the thing that I genuinely love. Cause like, I'm not a dancer, you know, is dancing, can it be fun? Yeah. But I'm not like super psyched to go to a dance class. I'm just not naturally that type of person. I'm just not, not naturally that I think athletic. That's totally normal and fair. Like yeah. it's, it's, a workout isn't supposed to define like your personality or your lifestyle. No, no or... but but like thinking about joyful movement and finding something that you love, it doesn't, what I've realized is that it doesn't always mean, oh, I'm so amped to go do this thing all right. the time. But you can also enjoy the benefits that you get from it, the way yeah. that it makes you feel. And that can be joyful in yeah. and of itself. So that's kind of, that's what I'm working on right now. It doesn't have to be super exciting to do the activity, but what could be super exciting is is like all the endorphins you feel throughout the totally. rest of your day and and sleeping better. I remember when I used to work out regularly, I would have, a, and that's my next thing on my list is bedtime spiraling. I don't know why, but it, and as soon as the sun goes down or as soon as I get in the bed, it's like, is God real? Is my mom okay? Where is my dad? So the what am I going to say on the big. podcast? What it just, my brain is like, it's time to think about everything. And, and then I just have trouble sleeping and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I just would really love to figure out a way. And maybe it's just a little bit of journaling and like writing things that I'm worried about and like giving, giving it to the universe or God or whatever and being like, okay, I'm, did I just come up with the solution? That sounds, yeah, that (laughs) might work. No, you're saying this and I'm like, that sounds legit. uh, I think I just, uh, we'll probably fix bedtime spiraling very soon. Actually. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Journaling might be good, but also if you don't want to journal, what about reading before bed? Yeah. Cause I am on my phone. Like that's, it's not good for you. I know it's not good for you. I I do it too. I mean, I wake up and sometimes I scroll or I go to bed and sometimes I scroll and I know that it's not good for me. I know that I don't feel good. And now I have like an excuse because I'm a content manager and it's like, it's my job. And it's like, yeah, but you're not on the clock until 930. You also shouldn't be working at, you know, 1030 when you're trying to go to bed. Or I don't even know what time you go to bed. That's my next one. Work-life balance. Okay. And this is not, this is not a reflection on Betches. This is on me. But I work all the time. Like I just, because a lot of the job is creativity and coming up with sketch ideas and yeah just like ideas for the podcast or like, and that's part of bedtime spiraling too, is I'm coming up with like segment. I like my brain won't stop at nighttime. I'm not a morning person mm-hmm. recording this podcast a in the lot morning of today, by the way. Uh, yeah. This was ru- <laughs> you ru- rush hour sucks. <laughs> this was that's really all bad. I have to it was say. Really bad. A lot of creative people 
I have heard are night owls. I'm a night owl. Like uh, you feel most inspired at night. I feel that way too. Yeah. So I think that is common. But, but that means I'm working all the time because right. I work for Betches 9.30 to 5.30, but then I get really creative after 5.30. And so again, I don't know the answer to this. This is something I'm working on. So work-life balance is definitely on my list of like self-improvement wellness goals. Is turning off your phone after a certain time an option? It can be yes or no. Like I, I'm yes. just- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, but like, because some people, it's like they they get an email at night and they need to respond to that email. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know that aspect of your job, you know, but I want to start. So I want to start checking Instagram like we used to check Facebook, you know, in like high school and stuff where you would at the end of the day, you'd go check your messages or you'd go check Mm -hmm. your email like old school style. Like, I kind of want to do that with Instagram, obviously not with work related stuff. Like, I have to look at that all day. But for my personal, I think I would experiment with, like, checking my personal Instagram when I get off work, like it's an email. And then I could really enjoy it. You know, I could go through and look at the messages and comments and, like, listen to John Mayer and just spend some time on it. Everybody laughs at that. He's so, he's like the best blues guitarist of our generation, but whatever. Um, no, he, he's an incredible guitarist. So good. The Grateful Dead wouldn't have uh, recruited him if not. Musicians get it. Musicians mm-hmm. get it. Um, but yeah, I could Is be- Is his in- music kind of cheesy? No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Agree to disagree. Do you have another question? <laughs> I, I the, the lyrics, the lyrics. You They're, don't find them a, a uh, little poetry? bit- Poetry? Oh, okay. Uh, uh-huh. Practical uh, Robert Frost over here. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love John Mayer. I'm I'm just, I'm fucking with you. I will fight to the death for you, John. <laughs> I have, I have. Since like high school, or not high school, but like college, I'd, I would get drunk and cry about how Mary Magdalene was not a sex worker mm-hmm. and fight about John Mayer. Those Your are, whole religious like, history is interesting like, to me too. I, I feel like we need to get into that at some point. Let's wait a year. Okay. So, so work life balance. Yeah. Maybe, you know, not checking Instagram as much. I, I mean, that, we don't have to figure it out right now. I just want to tell the listeners my list. Yeah. 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 But I no, I'm just saying I support that because I you. I took like uh, I I dialed it back on social media this past year a lot, mm-hmm. and do I feel way less anxious? Yeah, oh, I good. do. However, it's also hard being an entertainer, and yeah. I understand that so you well. You have to be online. You, you have know, to. You got to promote yourself. You really do. And I mean, could you not? Yeah, but you do miss out on some opportunity and um and then you also see other people using tools like social media to their advantage and if you're not doing that you feel like oh am i just fucking up my career yeah <laughs> and that's very real so um it's a I, challenge i stayed away from it for, or not stayed away but i didn't really promote myself on social for the longest time like when i started here just a couple of months ago i only had like 2000 followers yeah because i'm i was a big this is very boomer of me but i'm like it's all about live performance, live entertainment. I'm not going to do all this stuff online. And now it's like, oh, there's community online. Like it's mm-hmm. it's nice to make little posts and videos. Oh, yeah. And, and it's it's fun, but it, it becomes... You have to put boundaries around it. Yeah, yeah. It just gets toxic when you feel like you need to always be one-upping yourself and doing right. it all the time. And then your real life starts withering mm-hmm. away. And then your virtual yeah. life is like... It's like, okay, I proved myself. Now let me like clock out and yeah and then and then you can be putting out quality Mm -hmm. 
over quantity. Yeah. You know, this is something that I'm still working on too. So, okay. Work-life balance. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, so we have joyful movement, bedtime spiraling, work-life balance. Well, I have a I have a cowlick in the back of my head and uh, my my mom calls it my canyon. This is the cleanest my hair will ever be, by the way. I I just washed it, so it looks okay, but I have like this canyon in the back... (laughs) My, my mom calls it she was like fix your canyon and i'm like i'm sorry okay so yeah no i i kind of see it it's not it, that it's noticeable like, but because it's perfectly clean right now yeah if it's only a little bit dirty it'll um stick up it'll stick up and out and i just don't know what to do about it so that's just like a beauty thing i want to figure out 
I feel this so hard because I have a cowlick too. It's in the front. In the front? Yeah, which is worse. Um, and yeah, it's it's on this side. I've never noticed it. Um, you probably don't notice it because the headphones are holding it down. Oh, okay. But this, this side does stick up. And I've asked hairstylists what to do about it before and they don't know. Like, I, I don't yeah, think there's anything you can I do. I don't it's know just, if I can fix it. It's but... just the way your hair grows. But I'm not trying to discourage you. Maybe if I figure out my cowlick canyon, I'll let you guys know. Um, And then my last two are very aspirational. I might not get to them. Okay. It is a lifelong goal. Okay. I'm going to, okay, this is me coming out of the closet here because I know everybody knows I'm a Virgo and I like to get stuff done and I'm an overachiever, but I am messy. My bedroom is a tornado. There's not like food in there, it's not dirty, but there are clothes everywhere yeah. there are beauty products everywhere like a like, forever 21 dressing room this is a forever 21 dressing room in my bedroom it's really like i and i have to fix it because brands are sending me clothes and i have to make try on videos and i'm like i can't make a try on video in here <laughs> lauren you know i have the same problem it, it's you're mirroring all my problems right now this because is why, this is why we're co-hosts i literally wait i i just made a uh, tiktok <laughs> about this yesterday but i didn't post it because i was so ashamed it's in the drafts maybe yeah. i should post it post it about how you know people make videos and they have these beautiful aesthetic homes that they just keep clean naturally well, they have seems. rooms just for the try on videos and i'm like right. i'm an actual i'm not trying trying to throw shade but like I'm I'm a salt of the earth, got a roommate in my 30s. You know, like we don't have a lot of space. Yeah. And it's a New York apartment also. And where am I going to do these try on videos? I guess the answer is you clean out one corner of your apartment. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I think this. you're right. This is what people do. They I mean, of course, there are some people that are just clean. They're just neat. And that's how they are. But I do think a lot of people who create content, they have one area in their house that is perfectly immaculate mm-hmm. and it, they have the lighting set up and everything. Yeah. And you think that's their whole apartment, but it's not. It's literally two square feet of their apartment. Maybe I could be one of those uh, relatable influencers and just post my messy room. Yeah, but like, is that <laughs> relatable? Like this is, I was I was having this whole people thought process yesterday. There's, people have to be messy. Rebecca, are you messy? Yeah, Rebecca's kind nodding of. her head. Kind, kind of. of messy. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a, Kind of, yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. It's like a lifelong thing. Like my room's always a mess and I would love for it not to be. Yeah, but yeah. But then you clean it and then it gets messy again in 0.2 seconds. I know. Like it it just feels like a thing that you always need to stay on top of. I guess the answer is implementing like routines. Routines. And also I think for me, outfit planning, you know, I've had this idea. I haven't implemented it yet where it's like, oh, on Sunday I can play dress up and pick out my outfits for, you know, betches or for stand-up shows, dates, whatever I have happening during the week, and then have that ready to go. Because I think why my room gets messy is I'm trying on 9,000 things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially working here, it's like, oh, I'm going to go be on camera. Like, and uh, I just yeah. destroy my room trying mm-hmm. to come up with an outfit. Do you do the thing where you try on <laughs> 10 different outfits and then you end up with the first one. Yes, I'm so basic. I'm so okay. I put on something that's just fine. That's like And I'm like, well, let me see what else there is. And then it's destroyed and then it's the same. Yeah. 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 You're like, why am I wearing a moo-moo and also a pleated skirt? <laughs> like this makes no sense. You're mixing Do you have a and camera matching. in my room. 
What? So do you have a camera in my room? I do actually. I've okay. Been on you. <laughs> no, because I do it too. Like I start off with the same jeans and the same t-shirt and then I end up like wrapped up like a mummy in silk and yeah. I don't know how it happens. And I'm like, I can't go out like Just this. Just fully closed blackout. Like how did I get here? What year is it? <laughs> what year is it? It's like that Jumanji scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. I fully relate. And that that is a lifelong process. It's I a think. lifelong process. And I just felt like sharing. And then this last one, I don't even want to say because I, I can't do it. That's say not it. That's not the right mentality, but I cannot do this. You can. But I know I should. Say it. I've been doing it since the fifth grade. This has been ongoing. I bite my nails. Oh, I thought it was going to be way worse. <laughs> I, what did well, you think I was going to say? I don't know. I don't know. Like a, like a Harriet the Spy thing. Like I look <laughs> in on neighbors' windows and I write down what they do during the day. I don't Ooh, know. That sounds fun. Uh, Harriet the Spy made it seem really fun. I love fun. Harriet the Spy and Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, no, no. I just, I mean, it's gross. I, I bite my nails. I bite the skin around it. I'll bleed. I'll put yeah. Band-Aids on my fingers. It's just like an anxious habit mm-hmm. that's not great. And... If you do your nails, do you still do it? If you paint them? Listen, if trigger warning, if you don't like gross stories, don't listen. <laughs> but I will bite those fuckers off, okay? The polish? Uh, no, the the nails, the fake nails, the acrylics. Oh, if oh, I will, even acrylics. If, I will get in there and bite them off. Wow. Yeah. That's got to hurt. I work, you know, I I I work. I haven't done it in a, in years because it's it does hurt. But there's like some sickness in me yeah, that yeah. wants to pull all the skin and nail off my fingers. Yeah, no, I I, I have done this too. It's I've unwell. Most, I've mostly broken it, but sometimes I, you know, I don't bite as much now, but I pick. I pick my cuticles yeah. and that's just as bad. Um, there, what, have you ever tried that clear polish yes. that tastes like shit? Yeah, I scrape it off and spit it out, Emily. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've tried everything. This is why I'm like, I, I didn't even want to say it. Yeah, because it's because that makes I'm, it real. I might not. It makes it real that I don't want to do it. And it's something I might not accomplish, you know? Yeah. But, you know, not all goals need to be accomplished. Hot take, perhaps. <laughs> but not all goals. Explain. Need to, I, I will explain. Actually, I have a really good example. So when we did the New Year's resolution episode, mm-hmm. I said that one of my New Year's resolutions was to do a pull up, an unassisted pull up. Right now. That is still loosely a goal of mine, but I had a whole conversation with Andy and he was like, I don't know why you think that's like the pinnacle of fitness. Mm. And and I was like, hmm, interesting. Tell me more. He was like, not a lot of people can do pull-ups. Yeah. It's a lot of weight that you're basically lifting your entire weight. However much you weigh, that's what you're lifting. And if you were to bench press your entire weight, could you do that? Probably not. But that doesn't mean that you're not fit. Right. So we had this whole conversation like, why is it that I even want to do a pull up? Like what? Like I could be doing other arm exercises mm-hmm. that are beneficial. Yeah, and I could like stop biting the skin around my nails, right? Which is probably the more pressing, you know. Issue. And then still, you know, bite my nails here and there, and then that's still kind of like a a small victory. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I, I'm getting what you're saying. So yeah, like I, I just think sometimes we have really lofty goals. Yeah. And we might not achieve those, but that doesn't make us a failure. We can still want to, right. you know, someday achieve those things. Thank you for saying that, Emily. You're that so makes welcome. me feel so safe. I, I mean, I had this realization, too, because I was like, oh, I got to start doing this for the podcast. And a lot of people slid in my DMs, by mm-hmm. the way, after that episode. And, and they told me a lot of people told me the same thing, which is if you want to do a pull up, 
don't do the assisted pull-up machine, which is what I was talking about on that episode. I, I right. do it all the time. And basically you're on a platform and you take some weight off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apparently you're not using the right muscles um, on the assisted pull-up machine because you're you're relying too heavily on um, I love all the listeners are like, actually. Oh, yeah. No, they <laughs> That's they so sweet. they w- <laughs> they came and corrected me and I appreciated it. And a lot of people suggested you have to use a resistance band mm-hmm. on the um, on the regular pull up bar to make it easier for you. And then you can work your way up. Got it. So then I was telling Andy about this and he was like, yeah, I, I just don't know why you feel the need to do a pull up. And I was like, well, just because, like, how sick would that be yeah, if I was sounds in the, cool to say. You know, I did a pull-up. I'm, I'm doing a pull-up in the gym. Like, I'm surrounded by these dudes, and all they do is pick things up and put them down, and here I am doing full pull-ups. Like, I, I but but that's not the real reason to want to be fit, you know, yeah. to impress other people that I don't know. Who cares? So I'm kind of reevaluating that a little bit. Like, do I really want to spend the whole year trying to do a pull-up? Anyway, that's me relating my... Gym thing no, that's to, really interesting because it's not about the pull up. It's about like how you feel. Exactly. And what you. Yeah. And there are other ways to get strong. But I support the nail biting thing. I think you could do it. I mean, but let's work on the cuticles first because. Yeah. The cuticles are there to protect you. The cuticle is basically the moat to the castle that is your nail. And you don't want to fuck that up because then you're at risk of infection. Invasion. It's really invasion. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, I, I do wash my hands quite often because I know it's disgusting. I, I trust that. They're in my mouth. I just know how painful that is because yeah. I've done it too. And I'm like, doing it now. It like, makes we're me talking sad. About like if I, get, if I get a hangnail or, or like get too much skin off it and then it's like red, like it makes me, I'm like, it makes me sad for like my inner child. I'm like, oh, I hurt her. Like, if, I don't want to hurt her. Yeah. You, and you got to, like, remind yourself to get that cuticle clipper out the second you see the hangnail. Because mm. that's that's what happens to me is I get the hangnail, I start picking. That's what my mom says. She's like, bring clippers with you everywhere. Because she's, yeah. she's a recovered nail biter. She used to, it, it must run in the, anxiety runs in the family. Yeah. Um, well, it's something a lot of people do. Yeah. I was telling you, I was on the train and I saw this guy aggressively biting and chewing his nails. I mean, that's nasty. Right in front of me. Yeah, it's nasty because you're also you're on do the it train. Do work in front of your coworkers <laughs> like I do. Do it somewhere where like you can wash your hands right. at least. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I know it's like people aren't always in it's control. It's hard and sometimes you don't know that you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you go to your phone and you're like, you open Instagram, like you close Instagram. <laughs> and then you reopen it. Because you're like, I'm done with Instagram. <laughs> and then you open it again. And you're like, what the fuck? I closed that on purpose. What is this? Same thing with nail biting. Yeah, no, 100%. Those are the things I'm trying to work on. But good news, wellness update for me Mm. is I got treatment for my chronic hives and angioedema. I got the Zolaire injection um, because the last time we recorded, I had a flare up. I was sitting on hives. Yeah, you were on the max amount of Zyrtec, right? I was on the max amount of Zyrtec. It was not working. I went to my allergist the next day and I was like, shoot me up, please. Nice. How long does that last? It's, it lasts about a month. So it's it's monthly injections. It got approved by insurance. It's a huge win. That's I great. I feel great. My body is clear of hives, clear of angioedema. I'm like ready to not to be cheesy. Like I'm ready to crush it. You know, I'm ready to like have a schedule and get stuff done. Like I hated being sick. I hated missing stuff. Like I, I know 
I know I need to be more gentle on myself when stuff like that happens, but I love that this chronic thing is properly medicated now. Yeah. You know? So is the plan that you're going to go back every month? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take monthly uh, allergy shots and All right. that'll keep it at bay. Well, that's fairly simple. You know, yeah. that's better than being hopped up on uh, Benadryl during the day. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Because that was that it's was just wild. I forget. Like I have a chronic illness, like but when I take the shots, the symptoms are gone. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, if I'm not taking shots like and I don't use this word lightly, like I will become disabled, like my foot will blow up and yeah. I can't walk on it. Or my throat will expand or my hand will blow up and I can't, you know, it's really bad. No, I mean, I've seen the photos of your hands. It was giving Professor Clump. <laughs> it's like Professor Clump, a Mickey, I call it my Mickey Mouse glove. It did look up. like that. It did look like so that. So bad. But yeah. anyway, so that's like a wellness win is I, you know, I did my best to manage it with Zyrtec. I saw, I sought medical care and then eventually got the treatment I needed. So it's beautiful. Thank you. Getting that approved. That's a win. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I will do my list next week. Okay. Because I think we need to finish this off with our new segment. Yes. I'm so excited for this one. This is called I'd Try It or I Don't Buy It. This is a segment where we're going to talk about wellness trends. Beauty trends. Beauty trends. You know, it could really apply to anything. But you hear about a lot of stuff. And for me... I've been getting into Korean skincare over the past few years because, you know, the whole glass skin thing is just really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And Korean products, like the research seems to be way ahead in a lot of ways. Ooh, um, interesting. But there's some bizarre things that have been recommended to me yeah. um, by these Korean skincare people online. Not, not you know, face-to-face, but videos <laughs> that I watch. Like a lot of people recommend these products. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know. And the biggest thing right now that's been recommended to me over and over again are um, products containing snail mucin. This is so normal. Every Sorry, I don't want to. Can I just say that I was talking about this in the office yesterday being because I, you know, these paddles that I made. Everybody's like, what is this? I'm like, we're doing a segment where we say we try it or we don't buy it for for wellness trends or or beauty trends. And uh, and I brought up snail music <laughs> and every single person in the Betch's office was like, oh, yeah, I use that. Yeah. 
It's it's very common, and you you didn't know what I was talking no. about. But no, I'm seeing it everywhere. There's snail mucin eye cream. There's snail mucin moisturizer. It's a very hot ingredient right now, and it is exactly what you think it is. It's like the snail trail, like the mucus okay. from the snail. You make it sound gross. I'm just calling a spade a spade. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Because describing it like that makes me not want to try it. But Rebecca was saying it comes in like a cute little glass container. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's then not, it's just you're like... You're not rubbing a snail on your face raw. <laughs> it's not like that. It's not, um, it's not a home remedy. Like, don't go in your backyard and start collecting okay, snails. Okay, okay. But it is, you know, the thought of it does make it a little dicey, right? So... I I have flirted with the idea of buying snail mucin products, but the idea of putting that on my face does kind of give me the heebie-jeebies. So would you try it, though? Also, for this segment, we just want to be clear, like, I'd try it doesn't mean, like, you love it. It means you would just, you would try you it would out. Try you would try it. You're open it. to it. Yeah. Um. Well, do you want me to go first? Yeah, so for snail mucin, what's your opinion, Emily? I'd try it, baby. I say I'm grossed out by it, but if it's going to give me glass skin, if this is the fountain of youth that we've discovered in these snail trails, I'm fucking trying it. Yeah. And just spoiler alert, guys, I'd try almost anything. Like, <laughs> I'm not that picky. If you tell me that something works or that it's going to do something, unless it's like gold, you know, unless it's like so expensive, yeah. I would probably try it. And that's like, and I'm not talking about cosmetic procedures. I'm just talking about like skincare right. stuff. You're going to be would, using that sign a lot. It's already falling apart. I know. That poor little puff oh, ball. It needs reinforcements. <laughs> but I'm very curious. Would you try it or do you not buy it? I don't buy it. You don't buy it. I don't buy it. I'm not putting snail on my face. No if, judgment. No judgment. If I gifted you. A bottle no. of snail mucin. You're not putting that on I'm your face? I'm not doing spawn con for <laughs> snail mucin. Okay? Really? I'm not. I don't. I just. So do you want me to tell you like the actual benefits that that people say? So obviously it moisturizes the skin. Well, I don't know why that's that's not obvious, actually. I could just right? put it's Clinique not. on my face. Totally. But like there's something to these natural remedies that's very um, inviting. Like, it's very intriguing to me. Yeah. Moisturizing, like, that's not a selling point. No, I agree with you. That's not a selling point. It also, it's said to promote collagen production, which um, I, I think that enhances, like, cell turnover um, in your face. So, like, fresher face, glowier does it, does face. Does retinol do that? I mean, it's different. I, again, I'm not a dermatologist, but retinol is very harsh. So a lot of people don't want to use that. But I'm not saying this is a replacement for retinol. I'm just saying the the collagen production specifically. That's very hot right now. Interesting. Um, and it also aids in skin healing and regeneration. So well, that sounds nice. Yeah, but you have to put a snail mucus on this your is face. like me in debate class in high school. I would always <laughs> I would always say like, I think this and then the other side would go and then I would everybody would make fun of me because I go, oh, well, that sounds like a good idea. Then. I have that problem, too. No, <laughs> I'm I have like, that okay, problem. I guess I would try it <laughs> if it's healing. So now you're going to put snail mucus on your face. Well, just can we stop calling it snail mucus? Like, just but like, that's what it, it is. Put it in a cute little glass box. And then say, try this. 
I think we need to lean. And, I, I don't think the key is like to hide what it is. I, I think wanna... I think the key is to be okay with what it is. Like yeah. maybe even lean into it a little bit. Maybe a company should make something, maybe call it snail trails I'm with a Z <laughs> and, and put it in a little glass bottle that looks like Shaped a snail. like a snail. You know what I mean? Like make it cute. Just lean into it. Lean into it. I'm going home tonight and I'm going to find a snail mucin product and I will report back. I'm... I'm I don't mean to be so judgy for this segment, but yeah, I'm like, no, that's the point. I'm like, this is where we I don't want to do put that. bugs on my face. This is another one that I saw. I'm I can't excited. like I can't. I'm already I, freaking out. I, I, I forgot what it is. I'm ready to go. Um, banana peel scrubbing. So I've seen this all over. People take banana peels and they scrub it on their face as part of their nighttime routine. And they claim that it brightens your skin, calms irritation, and can even smooth fine lines. I saw... <laughs> she, ar- she already put no, the I don't buy it. I don't want bugs. I don't want bugs in my face. That just... am I? Do I have a gross out issue? I just... I feel yeah. like it sounds like garbage from my trash. It sounds like I'm rubbing garbage from my trash on my face, waiting for bugs to come eat me. Yeah, like what is it leaving? No, you're so right. We have roach problems in New York City. Yeah, we can't be putting garbage products on our faces in New York City. I I didn't get to tell you this part. A lot of people claim that it's kind of a replacement for Botox. Like the fine lines, something about the banana scrubbing, it makes them slowly fade away. I'm just going to cut to the chase. I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy it. Like... Double, I don't buy it for banana peels. Hang on. I don't buy it, but also I'd try it because because I have bananas lying around. What am I going to do with the peel? You know, I might as well rub it on my face. Throw it away. No, but like. Put it in the trash. But curiosity, Lauren. Like, what if I start using this? You have perfect skin, Emily. Oh, my God. No, that's very nice of you. What do you need a banana peel for? I do have fine lines, though. I do have fine lines and I've never gotten Botox. You look I- 12. <laughs> 12 is such. Sorry, that's what, like rudely young. <laughs> what is it about the number 12 that like it's automatically funny when somebody's like, they look like they're 12. You know what I mean? It's, it's a like, funny number. It's the sound, the sound of the it. twa and the yeah. eh and the love. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about it. But thank you. No, that's very nice of you. But I do have fine lines. I'm not going to like point them out to you or get out a magnifying glass, but it's something that I do think about. Yeah. So like, would I try a banana peel? A banana? What, what's a banana cost? $10? So I would. <laughs> <laughs> that's the line from Arrested I Development. I actually know that. I don't even watch that show, but I know that line because it's iconic. <laughs> Um, He's like, have you never been in a grocery store? (laughs) (laughs) Now bananas cost $10. Yeah, close to it. But I would say I would try it if I was in a spa. If I'm in a protected, sterile environment. Uh You know the peels are clean. The bananas on my face or whatever. And then I wash my face and then I go home. But in my own, in my messy ass room with clothes yep. everywhere. We've already established. I'm not bringing not the food in there and putting it on my face in my bedroom. What about in the bathroom? What about like while you're taking a it bath? It sounds there? like it has to stay on there for a while though. You can't just like pat yeah. your head with a banana. You know what? I didn't actually do that much research. I didn't find out how I bet how, you, you like, have to long. keep it on. You might. Um. Listen, I'm going to try that one and report back to. No, because what am I doing with my banana peels? Like, I might as well. Trash. You know? I, I know, but like, let's use the whole animal. 
You know, yeah. let's use the whole snail. Compost. Let's use the whole banana. Yeah, no, a banana's I, not a buffalo. It's a very <laughs> affordable fruit. A banana's that not a you buffalo. Can eat and toss. A banana's not a buffalo would be a great title for this. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I'm good, just saying. It's good thinking. So you know, in in this one, I'm a little split. Like I don't fully buy it. I don't think that any natural remedy could be a replacement for Botox yeah. in my heart of hearts. But would I try it out of desperation? Yeah, <laughs> I would. It's cheaper than Botox. That's for sure. Way cheaper. Guys, that's our I'd try it or I don't buy it segment. We're going to be doing this more often because we made these adorable paddles that need to be used. So They're falling apart. But I my assistant worked very hard on these. Lauren's assistant was grinding away and a little peek behind the curtain. These are <laughs> Easter paddles. I colored that one just for fun. This is colored in. I can't. They were, they were um, from Dollar Tree, the paddles with the balls. Yeah, yeah, paddle and I, ball. I just cut the balls off. It was um, actually brilliant. Thank you. Yeah, you're a crafting genius, but we will be using this. I like this segment. Okay. There's so <laughs> many too. things because there's so many things that come up and you're yeah. like, that seems wild. But like, also, could it be magic? We could also try things and then report back. Yeah, I, I would love to do that. Listeners. I would love to do that. Yeah. Lauren, I've had so much fun with you today. Thank me you so too. much for joining me once again. Thank you. This is like the ladies who lunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is like we're sitting down to um, a gal chat and I love it's it. It's very brunch vibes with my coffee right here. Yeah. And it's early today. It's early. So. It's the morning. Guys, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review, please. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Then, of course, follow me at Lauren Hope Crass. Follow me at Lubination. And remember, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Rebecca Steinberg and Lauren Hope Crass. Editing by Rebecca Steinberg. Social media by Lauren Hope Crass. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on all socials and send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.